I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 79. My name is Stevie Kicks, and I am one of your hosts today, and you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies, Weather! He's our... He's our crosshair. Oh my God. He'll make sure you never miss him. Oh, Brian Cook. What's up, Dookie? <laughs> What's that? Shout out to Mike Forster that noticed uh, my Bud Light stand-in was Yingling Light, which is the oldest beer in America, apparently. You killed, you killed the youngling? Mm-hmm. He did. You killed, a, you killed a case of younglings? They gone. That was a. I haven't watched it in a few days, and it's still funny. <laughs> so, man, you good? Uh, How's everything? Yeah, good. Um, what's going on? I don't know. A little bit of a better week this week. Cool. Things are headed in the right direction. Um, we, I think we were like beating around the bush last week. Uh, we were talking about like WonderCon and all that stuff, and for a small glimpse. I was maybe going to be there, but um, that is not going to happen. But I'm saving it because I'm trying to go to San Diego Comic-Con. So I booked my flight. Flight is booked. Um, I might be invading Joe's house. We'll see. <laughs> I think I think we all are at this point. <laughs> um, the, the pool house is nice in July. So or the pool cabana. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. um got that going on so i was looking at it going well i can go to WonderCon or i can go to ComCon. so i'm gonna save it for the big show so see y'all there can't wait um cool next up he's here he's there he's everywhere where it's alpha edition it's alpha edition that's right. It's our resident booty hunter. Uh, it's Alpha Ignition, John Rodriguez. What's up, man? Happy Valentine's Day. Hey. Happy Valentine's Day. How are you, man? I'm all right. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. I'm good. How's yeah. how's your week been? Yeah, it's been all right. Um, a little bit of work. A little bit of nice. A little bit of paint. Yeah, yeah. I got got some work. background work. Yeah, yeah. Did some background work. And, Congratulations, uh, man. Thanks. Yeah, and it was on something that was really cool. Like, like the 
it, it was a little boring in certain parts, but it was <laughs> cool seeing what we were doing when we were doing it. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm sure I signed some sort of NDA for that, so I can't really talk about it. <laughs> but it was fun. It's totally. It's it is not you, dude. It is the whole industry. I have I have other other people in my feed who have been doing the background acting thing forever and we've actually seen them in like in in media like mandalorian and and, and uh, yeah ahsoka and all that stuff and even they're complaining like they're just nothing is well i heard it's gonna pick up i heard it's gonna pick up in april from what i hear which is what everyone's saying about everything everything is in either march or april so is, Um, is a lot of this um is a lot of this uh like staleness right now just just due to the the strike yeah I, I think it's like the the motor slowly starting to you know turn again you know like or like the, like imagine a locomotive slowly starting to pick up steam and and then eventually uh hopefully it'll pick up more that's, uh, i don't just, know yeah then there's just no stopping it right well that's what you would imagine right who knows but yeah everything's good though otherwise uh next up he might be the only echo in here, but he doesn't remind repeating his love for you. Oh. Ramey Shanaday. Cheesy. Oh, wow, we went with the we went with the Valentine's uh, intro instead of one of our, I these are, other, I w- our other ones for the week, huh? These are cleaner. W- these are these I, are yeah. made for all these, audiences. These are well, yeah. <laughs> um I, I was actually gonna protest um uh the whole Valentine's Day thing, but I don't know. Every year I just get bit by the bug. So. <laughs> like mud or, butt or, or, what? or what hit, hit by the hit by the arrow. You've uh, got. Oh, um, oh, I thought you, you meant got... like a like a stomach bug or something. But you said sorry. Yeah, yeah. he gets bit by the bug. Yeah. yeah uh, I'll, got... I'll say one thing. Uh, sorry, sorry. Amy. <laughs> I know usually people buy flowers for their significant others, and those flowers usually die like within the week, right? Dang. You know, you put them in a vase and it kind not of the fake ones. True. Not the well, fake the ones. ones. Right. Well, instead of buying flowers, I usually buy not a a, a plant instead okay that that is healthy and will last a long time you know yeah you can Which water is... it watch yeah. it grow yeah, yeah yeah and it's usually it. cheaper too so you, you could use the state flower of maine it's a pine cone bro a hey ramey how are you ramey how are you i'm good i noticed that you've got a balloon valentine's oh decoration yeah. behind you it says there is room in my pod for you. Oh, is there now? I imagine it's pretty cozy in that whole thing. It's probably climate control. He's got the blankets. Dookie probably does have a nice pod. Yeah. Is it Dookie or Doogie? It's Dookie. Dookie. Yeah. Did you yeah, guys? Hear I think it's that wasn't original. Like the original of that wasn't even a commercial. It was like a short, like a short film that this guy did, and then he did another one like eight years later. So there's like a whole thing around that beyond just what we've seen as the commercials. So I got into the whole all the lore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna anticipate your what's up commercial, um, the history breakdown uh, during the workbench. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I got you. Um, and finally, finally, our resident tech. Yes, he would fall for you. It's Joe Lara. And did, and he'll do it again. What's up, man? How are you? Good, man. Um, Friday night was awesome, so I got to troop. It's my favorite troop of the entire year. Oh, it's the best. Um, so those of you that follow 
um, Tim Tebow. He has part. He has this this nonprofit where he donates a lot of money. It's called uh, Night to Remember. So it's a special needs prom, and it yeah. was held here in San Diego, North County. Uh, like like hundreds and hundreds of people come out, celebrities and whatnot, and it's all basically a night for these amazing people to have a good time. There's a red yeah. carpet, and uh, and they want Star Wars action figures there. You know us like walking around like yeah. action figures, right? Uh, amongst the crowd and uh so it's it's such a rad time you feel good and uh brought meganeth out there my wife was there obviously from like last year so uh, we had a good time um and it's just dude it's it just you just feel good you're tired because you're dancing a a lot but it's uh it was it was a good good friday night what what did you what did you suit up as dude stormtrooper i mean easy breezy it's it's so easy it's so light yeah yeah are you are you the dancing stormtrooper i'm everything stormtrooper yeah so the best the best is there's i mean the the crowd is like everybody's dancing there's a ton of people dancing but there's always some that are shy yeah you know and they're at their table you're there to to entice hey come on yeah or they're in a wheelchair and it's just a little awkward so and every time you pull somebody out the parents are like thank you you know they're to show love yeah yeah Yeah. i've done one of those before they're always really really fun especially when you cut loose yeah yeah and and everybody's just like has their cameras out when they see a stormtrooper dancing with a kid yeah 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 it's fun that's awesome yeah thanks man yeah well thanks everybody for uh uh making it tonight um just a heads up for all the listeners we're going to be switching recording next week because of bad batch reasons uh but we'll be live streaming and uploading the pod one day later later right other than that how are you guys doing everybody everybody cool how was your how was your week um you guys watching anything how are you I, doing I, steven you didn't even really go yet hey dookie how are you doing hey, dookie. i'm good um dude well your kid, fun. Kid, mm-hmm. your kid the little one you showed us a cool little video is that going to be workbench uh, or that's going to be for work should i okay. upload the video oh yeah it's okay. dude it's priceless okay yeah. yeah, I'll have yeah. to upload oh. the video. I'll have to upload the video to my social and then like blur it. Oh my god! But yeah, you gotta censor some. Do you right. really? I, I mean, it's it could be a raisin. My, my it could sense. be. Oh, whatever. We'll figure it out. Um, I watched something. I watched uh, Jason Momoa has a series called On the Rome, and he he's super into a lot of different things, motorcycles, photography, and I'm only on two episodes in, but I knew he was into motorcycles already. Um, I have friends in the motor, like classic vintage motorcycle world and they're friends with him and he's super into it. And his doc, it's a docu series, I guess. And it's following him along like his different passions. And it's like filmed really beautifully, nice cameras, nice editing music, cool music. Um, I'm only two episodes in, um, and it's the first one's motorcycles, um, his love for vintage motorcycles and different people that he knows and has met. And then the second one is photography with this photographer. Who's like, a, you know, he's famous, but not like very famous and, um, him and all these people that he knows, you know, he comes at it with this like super he's really high energy and he's super passionate about stuff and um people just like kind of fall in love with him like his energy 
um, and his like excitement <laughs> for some, for that thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he creates these like friendships with these people and, um, it's super, super cool. I'm only two episodes in it's called on the Rome. So, I, um, Jason Momoa is one of those dudes where you're like, okay, he's like super famous movie star, like does everything entrepreneur businessman, but he's also like, he seems like he's one of like the more down to earth guys that you just want to like grab a beer with. He's just a dude that happens to make. And he talks about himself, um, in these couple episodes, he was just a kid, teenager, liked motorcycles, surfing, whatever. And then he, I don't know what he's, he must've started on a show early on. Um, I don't know his history. Um, but he, um, came into money and then, you know, but I mean, I have friends, friends that I know that are friends with him and they're like, he's the best. So that's cool. He likes to ride, right? He likes to ride. He and loves then, motorcycles. He's like, he has, he has a line of clothing with Harley Davidson. Like oh. he has I his know, own signature Harley clothes. I know that he does, um, tours to like grocery stores to like promote his vodka his vodka yeah and yeah, like, he shows up he'll be like at a at, at like a kroger or like a stater brothers or something and they're just like there's a like yeah. a line just a going down like the produce there. aisle yeah that's like mark Wahlberg. he was down here just like a month ago for his tequila at like a local mexican grocery store is awesome yeah like, damn i gotta do that too yeah, yeah. they are all doing you're, it you're not successful unless you have an alcohol line there we go. What are we doing, guys? Is uh, it going to be a whiskey or a tequila? What are we doing? <laughs> it was a bad bet. Uh, I think we need we'll, to do a, a bourbon. We'll do it. We'll do. We'll do a version in our own bathtub. Yeah. So that's five versions. <laughs> bad we'll batch call, bourbon. We'll call it the bad batch. Who's this? Bad batch bourbon. Bad oh, batch bourbon. Like, bad like the beer. The like the beer, right? Like bad the, batch brewing. They're good friends. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, I did something cool over the weekend. Uh, I went to. So a buddy of mine has this property. Which is it's it's sort of like a timeshare, but there's ownership to uh, like percentages of something. So whatever, like he has access to these like awesome cabins in uh, the Sequoias, this this town oh, called nice. John- Johnsonville. Yeah. So like depending on the size of your party, you you, you get a, a different tent, uh, not a tent, uh, a cabin, like a huge cabin. We had like a how many rooms were there? One, two, three, like five five room tent, uh, tent again, uh, cabin. And uh, it was super fun. It was like snowing and um, everyone brought their kids and we were sledding and stuff. And uh, Amy had never really sat down like on a sled. Like she's getting a little bigger now so she can like hold it on by herself and just go. And we were throwing her down the hill and just flying. Super fun. Um, Pictures are fun. Yeah, yeah. It was super like you had no service. You had to walk to one area like yeah. where the general store was. That That's Perfect. where the wi-fi was and that was that's it. perfect that's good to get away man it's it was good. cool yeah it was cool like i'd check on my mom like hey are the dogs cool everything cool you know everything okay whatever but then otherwise yeah we'd be disconnected just cool. taking like you could see all the stars and you know yeah. at night and yeah the, the pictures were awesome that's the yeah. best getting away um yeah. shout out to eileen fett who says uh you there? hey Jason nice. was first show was baywatch yeah he was on baywatch, oh. he was in baywatch. That's where he started I running in slow motion, there. dude. You got to know how to run in slow motion. Mama, I'm be you know, I making that I, money. I had post, I, I, I read <laughs> like, something. Yeah. I read something about uh, it, it involves Jason Momoa, but I guess he was getting body shamed along <sighs> with along with um, um, 
Uh, oh my god! For being just, ripped, like don't know, didn't no, work out. Didn't, hurt, didn't work out having, in their favor. For having the dad bod, yeah. uh, along I with heard, uh, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. But he is. I don't dad. think he cares. I don't think yeah, Patrick Mahomes cares either. <laughs> they got enough yeah. money to not care. I know they don't care, but I'm just like, wow. I didn't know like uh, that was still a thing. Ready. I'll be ready. Yeah, people, people are awesome and they're stupid at the same time. I mean, like, I'll be I, thought, ready. I thought dad bods were in. I've been working on mine for like <laughs> years. <laughs> John, John's got me. Same, same. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> Don't have to. Ramey, I think we need another a playlist on um, on Spotify. Maybe. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on that real quick. We have a Spotify playlist. We we'll have another one. Volume two. That's true. Yeah. Search for the Dad Batch on we have volume Spotify. Two. So and that one has two? to be out there. The no, that was a Christmas one. That was a special one. There was a right? Christmas, Christmas one in the original. Yeah. Yeah. So we have two. So we'll we'll do a volume two. Yep. Um. Speaking of Mahomes, I watched the Super Bowl. Like when we went to a Super Bowl party, Duh, um, it yeah. was my sister-in-law's uh, birthday. On the, you know, so we celebrated Watched that too. too. Man, the ending good. was pretty good. First half was good. boring. Very it was, boring. It was all defense. Did you guys and, catch all the yeah. commercials? For- Only yeah. ours. Only ours. I mean, I will say, I will say the Dunkin' Donuts one with uh, Matt Damon and Ta- Tom and Brady, his, his oh, boyfriend. J-Lo. Uh, and J Lo, that was close. Close that was second. All right. That was it. Was okay. It was okay. It was an hour level. No way. But, yeah. Super Bowl ate a bunch of bad food. Had hard trailer. Really Deadpool bad. Trailer night. came out. Oh, the Deadpool trailer. Are we gonna watch that for? Uh, <laughs> watch Can that? we watch that? Yeah. Can we watch? Well, it? we have a. We'll have a. Um, we have trailer reviews later. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Nice. Nice. Good. Yes. Good. I was, just, I was so stoked, man. I was so stoked Dude. on that one. That, I mean, with the putt, well, whatever. We're gonna watch it and talk about it later. So, uh, we saw uh, we saw Kong it. Island. We're, we're working our way through the movies, and uh, Kim hadn't seen it. I thought she saw it, but it was me and the boys that saw it when it came out. So I got to watch it again. I'm glad I rewatched it. And uh, she she, I mean, there's some there's some pretty gruesome scenes with the dinosaurs or whatever they, these monsters are, just tearing up people. Yeah, but. She's all into that stuff because she just she knows it's not real, so she can get into it. Um, wasn't there like, wasn't there one of the, the, the like skeleton monsters or whatever on the island, and like he like rips its jaw in half or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, he does that all the time. Yeah, that, that's his that's his like mo kind of thing, grabbing the jaws and. And then and then at one point, I think in Godzilla versus Kong, you see Godzilla do it. And breathe fire down, and then you think he's gonna rip the jaw open, but then yeah, he just fire yeah. fire breathes. Yeah. <laughs> the sound, the sound when he starts getting ready for that, and it starts glowing on his back. Goes, no, 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 no. Dude, it's like million dollar man, six million dollar man getting ready to jump over a wall. All right, shout guys, out, shout out to the seventies kids, eighties kids. Well, let's get into it. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to show your support for the show. Uh, pick up an official Space Daddy shirt at the dadbatch.com. Official. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man.
That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But I got a couple topics that kind of fall into it. Number one, congratulations to Justin Sonfeld, who has been reelected commanding officer of the 501st Legion, and our own Echo, who continues to be the overlord of the Southern California garrison. <laughs> overlord. It's, it's, it, no, nobody, nobody will run against me. So nobody, right? I, I'm stuck with I it. Almost you did. And, I you almost did. You and Nick did. just take turns. If, <laughs> yeah, I right. I, if you would have, I would have just declined Close. mine and Close. you would have been stuck with it. Oh, that, that almost sounds have uh, the power. Framey, that, <laughs> no, that almost good. sounds like you're throwing down a gauntlet. Like no one would ever run against me. You know what? I'm I, going to next time just as a, a for fun. I, I I amend my original statement. I, I need somebody I to run that will take it seriously and oh damn, we'll, we'll continue. Forget I'm gonna it, nominate. I'm gonna nominate. John. Forget it, because I would have yeah. forgotten about everything. Like, oh, <laughs> I have an email. Oh, what? You second him. Oh shit. Oh man. No, but uh, yeah, definitely a shout out to those guys. And then um, not working on the bench, but um, Tori, my wife, and I have been working on a project uh, that I will put our Instagram in the chat right now. But um. Ooh. For a long time, um, she had an art gallery in Laguna Beach, California. Uh, it was there for many years. And then we moved to Anaheim right across from Disney, which was cool for a little bit. The quick one year, which tied into WonderCon because we did cool stuff as a group together there in that big, beautiful space. But unfortunately, no one ever went to that mall. So um, we ended up closing it. But we're doing the same thing out here in North Carolina. We're doing a gallery uh, and then mixing it up, I'm going to do a premium sneaker boutique in there. Shout out, Steven. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it is being built out right now. It's a super cool old building that was built in the 20s. And the space we're in is very small. It's only like 450 square feet. Um, it was a barber shop in the 40s. And it is almost all original inside. So the tile floor is almost 90 years old. The wood trim, same thing. Everything is like really, really old. Like so the, the ceiling has that like old metal paneling stuff. Yeah, it was probably oh, yeah. copper. It's yeah. been painted over a million times. Over, um, <laughs> yeah, so we have like actual picture of the barbershop, what it looked like that we'll probably have in there somewhere. Um, might make some shirts with that or something. Um, That's cool. Ooh, we like are going to open in a couple couple weeks, probably. I put the Instagram in the chat. So if you guys are interested, go check that out. The store is called East. And um, the Instagram, I couldn't get East. So I had to add some extra love to it. So, you know, you know how, like, at the grand opening of, of things, they have, like, yeah. sometimes, like, celebrities or whatever. I mean, if you want Stevie Kicks to, like, make an appearance, totally available. <laughs> I will move my schedule for you. He'll he'll park his car out in front and he'll eat sushi while he shows off his shoes. <laughs> He's like <laughs> only if you come and go. I like I like I like, I like sushi 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 sushi. So yeah, we got that going on. Check it out. That's Couple cool. And you, you have some old nostalgic photos, like yeah. of like what the shop used to be. Yep. Also, yep. right? Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yep. I, we're gonna make a shirt with the barber shop on it with the name East on it. Nice. So yeah, I've already got. Everything's all laid up. I just got to hit 
Hit you imagine play, like so. back then, like hit print. Hey there, Shane Bar, would you like a haircut? Hey, I'm hey, your haircut. Hey, I'd like a haircut. Hey, I'd like a haircut. Sit down here. Let me chop in this razor. Say so, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. We're uh going through the process, checking it out, and trying to get open with the sneaker brands is, is a little tricky. The store's kind of gotta be open. So we we have some custom woodwork right. being made. So it's gonna look like really, really beautiful inside. So Tori will have her art gallery stuff. We're going to do like um, trying to get open with like geeky tiki's and, and doing like tiki mugs. Um, the guy that's doing our woodworking, he does like these really cool handmade like bowls out of skateboards. He's like glues a bunch of old skateboards together, carves it out in a lathe and, and shapes it. Sick. You're, you're, you're muted. You're muted Stevie. 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 I know, but I know what you're saying. Dad bash tiki stuff. Yep. And we got, yep. Yep. And, um, and we know we've got an in with, the geeky tiki people if you need help oh yeah i need that because i tried to apply for a wholesale account online and yeah. i have not heard anything no. back so steve, steve Mike, and i have a have a a lot of knocking a lot of door knocking yep but yep trying to talk to they're heroes there. and villains too they're there like, have some heroes and villains stuff Dude. like this cool h and belongs right h and belongs so, for sure you should put some so. i even hit up hot toys too because they had a link for a wholesale account i was like I don't know, but <laughs> this, it is turned, this turned into a clip Comic from a shop. clothing store to just Brian's like, well, it's, 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 Brian's it's, store. it's like art, right? Like look behind me, like for people that are watching, like this case is full of like, you know, there's some Funko pops. There's like art based statues. You know, this Barney is, is, a, vinyl. uh, uh, what's the artist name? I can't remember. I mean, it's just a lot of like really neat, things that could live in a space you know there could be right. books there could be tiki mugs there could be handcrafted wood bowls like um art comes in many forms so our costumes are art helmets cool. are art books are yeah. art funko pops are art you know it, it it is so um it depends on how you look at it so love it dude that's awesome yeah that's i don't it. think a lot of i don't think Old a moves. lot of people really understand how difficult it is to open not just a business, but then the added uh, hurdles and difficulties of opening a brick and mortar store. Yeah. Uh, and I, oh, dude, and it's I can't, I can't imagine the the stress that you guys are going through. But it's like, um, I guess it's like the drive. There's there's that something, and I've talked about it before on the pod. Where it's like, it's just, it doesn't, no matter what, it's that drive, like that end goal that just, it fuels you. you. Like you keep going. It can't, like none of that negative stuff can can stop you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's 50, 50. It's challenging. Yeah. You know, like you're dumping a bunch of money into something. You're signing a lease that you're committed to, but kind of feel like in weird times, it might be the right call. Or it might not, but we're we're going for it, you know. Tori did it for ten years before, and and that's a long time. So, feel pretty confident. So we've been looking at places since we moved here, and we just never could find the right spot. And when we found this spot, we were like, "This is this is it. This is this is it." So it's right on Main Street, right in the mix of everything. So should be cool. Looking but of course. So East is the brick and mortar store, but then um, I'm, I'm assuming that you're also going to have Doom products available online. 
Um, yeah, Doom. I'm just waiting for the art director, Left Coast Avenger, to make art. <laughs> so I've been hounding him. I've been I hounding heard, him. I snagged him, dude, for for a project, and he delivered. Yeah, he, he delivered. Like, yeah, he's just he he's just been a this time of year for our business is usually it, it's really busy until especially him. He has like a lot of snow business and snow business is like everything's in now. So he should have more time. So yeah, doom should be out, but East East on Instagram will be up and running. And then we have a, we'll have a website. We'll probably sell stuff on there too. So um, we're just steps. Every week is a different step. So all the painting got done today. The floor gets clean tomorrow. We get the keys next week. So it's exciting. I took up way too much time. So yeah. no, man, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to, to get all the weekly updates now. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. It's getting there. I don't have much. I just started printing the EE3 again. Um, got some different resin. I'm going to try the Sunlu ABS like instead of the Elegoo. Um, so I got some Sunlu that just, Arrived late last night, started the printer up this morning. Slightly, uh, I increased the size by 100, like by, by 5%. So now it's printing at 105%. And the reason being is the scope that I have, the actual scope that was used in Book of Boba Fett is larger. And now I just got an email from the guy that created the files. He wants to work with me to kind of really dial in that particular STL for the E3, like to perfection. Because and then I didn't know this, but they use two different ones on the show. There's two different e threes. Yeah, slightly. Uh, there's one with three rings, five rings, right right behind the barrel. It's, it's all kinds. Of, it's crazy, man. The stuff that costumers go through in looking at images and screen grabs and all these things is pretty neat. But um, uh, yeah, so it's exciting to kind of move forward with a newer version that's more accurate. But that's it. I worked on that video. <laughs> Ramey's editing, getting I've been, money. Been continuing to play with Adobe Premiere for the heck of it, dude. Um, I I spent maybe, gosh, at least at least sixty seconds on my version. I mean, it was funny how quickly that all came together because I think everybody pretty much just went and filmed something once, and like while we were like watching it off to the side, and then like and it all came out. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> once John did. John was the first one, right? Like, yeah. he had the biggest part. And once he like, did it, it was so funny, dude. When John said his, I was dying laughing so yeah. hard. Oh my God. It just and, snowballed from there. And, yeah, yeah. Like, and there were times like John like looked over his shoulder and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I got to come in from that side of the screen. Like, so right. and, like the timing of everything. And then Brian coming in with the, the, uh, the, doorbell camera video. the doorbell camera is the best for me in Genius. My it's so fast but it's the best i think it's, it's the, best. the best part i think yeah it, his and then when steven answers the phone and his yeah, yeah. when he, yeah, he picks up the phone and he just turns and answers <laughs> dude that is so it's dead on dude yeah <laughs> spot on so do you guys want to watch do you guys want to watch the original yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. On the ri so the original came out in 1999 for those that don't know this is yeah. a yeah, an old commercial. Classic. This was so, all the rage. Some of yeah, the people sure. in the chat might not have even been. Do you realize born that's twenty five years ago, guys? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah. So it was the it was the commemorative anniversary. So let's play that one. And this so this is the, the original. The the audio is the same, but the video is the original video. That's right. 
Hello. Yeah, who? What's up? None B. Just watching the game, having a bud. What's up with you? Nothing. Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. What's up? What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo! You pick up the phone! Hello? What's up? What's up? Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie! <laughs> it's the same so perfect. No. What's that? What's that? <laughs> Hold on. Hello? <laughs> so what's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. True. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so good, so good. My I don't know. God. If, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when he says "true" at the end, and it's just showing the the block, like the word "true" kind of glows a little bit, and I even like pick that up and put that into the the video too. That was so super funny. So this whole thing started yeah. as a um, it was a short film titled "True," written by uh, Charles Stone, who I think is the first guy we see in the in the commercial. Um, it, and so those in their commercial are all the same original people that were in the short film, except for Dookie. Um, the original Dookie that was in the short film didn't, didn't want to do the, he didn't even audition to uh, play the part in the commercial. Um, so somebody else played him, but everybody else was the same. And then they did another version of it like eight years later with the same people. Um, that was a, more of a sequel to the short film than the commercial. But then even in the interim, like they did several commercials around that campaign. Um, one where Dookie's, you know, eating sushi with his girlfriend or, or wife or whatever. And uh, which is, which is pretty funny one by itself. And then they did a few other ones too, but, uh, but the, the original is the classic. So good. So you're getting good, man. You're getting good yeah. at the, uh, at the editing. It was, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Yeah, it helped that everything just happened. It just was so coincidentally lined up perfectly. So you guys you guys made it easy. It was fun to make. It was fun. Um this week I put up some blinds. Ooh. But not just any blinds. I put up some blast door blinds. So they're voice activated with Siri and HomeKit, and they're automated through solar panels. So they're in my loft. So when mm. I when I tell Siri to um, close the blast doors, well, close the blast doors, they all they all in unison go. Uh, no my way. friend has that. I stay at I stay at their house. They live in Virginia Beach, and uh, when I'm on work travel, I stay with them. And their whole house, all the blinds. So, like in the morning, they go up. But when I'm staying there in the guest room, it'll like start to go up. And then I think she tells it to turn and closes it. <laughs> it's always so funny. I always wanted those. And like we have a, there's an area that's like, it's a second story window, but there's no like floor to it. It's like it's just on a, on a wall that's two stories high. Yeah, you can't reach, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to get up on the ladder. I had oh, to I had to rent a special ladder for that, a twenty eight foot ladder. I have nope. one in my garage. Hard pass. Oh yeah. I had to rent a twenty eight foot ladder, and then I had to go up <laughs> said ladder. Uh, and I'm like, nope. I you know I'm I'm a, kind of afraid of heights. I don't appreciate heights. 
Dude, you mm-hmm. could have borrowed my ladder, and I go up heights all the time. No big deal. So next time you put them up. <laughs> Dude, I helped you move. I can help do whatever. Oh, God. Um, but luckily, once I got up there, it was just two screws. Boom, boom, done. Um, so there's that. And then I received my Hot Toys Wrecker. I need to unbox it. I need to film it and do the what? unboxing and, and post that. Yeah. The box what? is big. The box is big, boys. Like compared to the other hot toys. I would uh, hope so. Batch? Yeah. I would hope so. Big box energy. The it's, only small one is Hunter, apparently. So it's like it's like they took one and a half boxes and like put it together. It's good. Mine's Hunter's five eleven. Yeah. Um <laughs> just that's it for guy. me. It's a little guy. Oh, you know what I did? You know what? Sorry. You know what I did do? Actually, shout out real quick. Uh, We have some friends uh, down in Florida. Uh, Their son is 13, 14, something like that. And he's very interested in costumes and costume making. And he he wants to be a resistance pilot for next Halloween, whatever. And um, I FaceTimed with him for a little while. It's like an hour today. Talked about 3D printing. Talked to him about basically like apparel weathering because he had a nice picture of, I think probably from a celebration or something of a resistance pilot. And he's like, I want it to look like this. And he was holding up like the Disney one he had from when he was smaller. Um, oh, thumbs up. It wasn't a Disney one. It was actually one his grandma had made him, but it was like crisp and brand new, you know? And I was like, well, the Disney one is pretty good. The helmet, hundred percent. Just go buy that helmet. Like he's like, yeah, but I want it to look like this. I go, you just need to weather it. So I'll help you with that. So walked him through some processes from weathering and stuff, and then sent him some YouTube links, sent him some odd Viking links um, to weathering, you know? So found actually really good one on there about soft goods weathering, which I am always calling people out for soft goods weathering. And this guy did it the way I did it. And he, and he, he took a, a galaxy's edge Jedi costume, a cheap Jedi costume. And he weathered the crap out of it and it looked awesome. And it's all the techniques I do. We're just literally rubbing it on the ground, painting it airbrush, like, you know, just easy, cheap ways of weathering to make stuff pop. And something I talked to him about was texture, texture and dimension. You have to have that. So even on your soft goods, that was it. Sorry. Forgot to talk about that earlier. John, go ahead. Send anything this week, John? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been sanding. Uh, yeah. Q news. Yeah. Q news. Right when he starts talking. Uh, damn. He, he's setting me up. I don't want to talk about it. I did nothing. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> get to look good, Stephen said. You, you don't you don't get me see ya sorry cue the news <laughs> no, no I'm just asking I'm asking who you were good uh, nope I didn't say anything did you say anything <laughs> nope John did sand something nope he, he just doesn't want to share I haven't touched a single thing you work on anything Remy other than the commercial, not really. I so um, I had done the. I'd been working on 
sewing project. I made a poncho. I think I talked about it before. I got it's finished. I got it, I got it weathered. I'll uh I'll post up pictures in the channel in the Instagram channel. Uh what else? I printed all the parts for the proton wands to go with my Ghostbusters pack. Nice. So I had I have the pack that I is printed and all the I did all the electronics in it, but the wand that I've got connected to it right now is just the Hasbro one. And it doesn't like it's on paper, it's not the right canon wand to go with that pack. So I I'll make my own custom one from scratch now that'll go with it. Are you guys planning on doing a Ghostbusters you know suit up for San Diego Comic Con or like something in the near future? We could. We could. I mean, uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen you guys. Both of I us might, have everything. I, I, I might, might do it at WonderCon because Ghostbusters really? comes out That's the week soon? before. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Are there you guys is. ready? You guys ready? Like both yeah, of you? I could, bring, I could bring the pack, the one that I've got without finishing the other one. It works yeah, fine. It's in, my, it's in my closet right now. Do it, man. Do it. All right. You heard it here busting, first. It just busting makes me feel good. It just yeah. does. Busting makes me feel good. What, Saturday, speaking, then? speaking of Comic-Con, are we going to season one it? San Diego Comic Con? Can I make that claim now? You can season one. Season you're you're allowed to season one. For us, it's optional. That's true. Mean? That's I true. Like we've that. now we've now like seen your concept. season one kit with both of we, both. We've seen your season three kit. How's that? There you go. <laughs> yeah, but I want Joe to suit up, not just be a morph suit with glasses. <laughs> just be just just get one of those black suits, like fully, and then just with walk the glasses. With the glasses, that's it. <laughs> and every now and then, I'll I'll rest my face in somebody's hand, like they're holding the glasses. <laughs> oh, oh, Shant has a. Yeah, he does. He's in Ghostbusters the chat. costume. Yeah, yeah. There you go. He do be a Ghostbuster. Hey Brian, on, if you bring if you bring season one, I'll I'll wear season one tag. Ooh, there you go. That's how it works. The pieces are falling into place. I guess there it is. Back so that means we're all wearing days. season one. Back to the I'm, good. I'm gonna do days. season three. Beat up, beat up wrecker. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. season three. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like there's like that, he takes yeah. off. He's yeah. got like minus some layers, but then he's got like. Added weathering and added like I, I like the season three look so far. You know what? So it's can... hard to it's hard to say too because we don't. <laughs> there's so there's yeah. so. Dude, much. you, you remember we... where we were before the show last like last season? We were guessing so much stuff. Yeah, Amy was haven't... designing armor that didn't even exist. You know, yeah, <laughs> we, we haven't even show. seen Echo in season three yet, yeah. so we don't even know what he looks like. The only bit we see is a rehash of a season two clip. Okay, well I'm bringing, I'm bringing something crosshair so all right just, so all right let's just put that are we, are we, are we saying we are our our aspirational goal is to do season three bad batch at, at san diego i mean we could say that I could, we could realistically do it and, yeah and joe, and joe can joe be season one i'll be here i'll be here joe can do whatever i'll do it whatever you want in memory in memory of we can get you a frame that goes around you and just says in mem in loving memory. <laughs> in, in, in oh, you know what? I'll, I'll be I'll be a I'll be prayer candle tech. Or two like, or tombstone. Like, prayer candle tech. I'll have like like a like a cool like, like a robe little hands and wings. And the heart <laughs> the flames. The little halo. Or little halo. 
I'll be a prayer candle tag. Or cholo tag. Yeah. Big tall socks running around. <laughs> Dia de los muertos tag. Oh, that'd be Dude. cool. That'd be kind of cool, right? That would actually oh, be dude, you cool. should do it in sugar skull, all, sugar skull okay. kind of thing. All the yeah. white is black. There all we go. The red is white or something. Ooh, look Ted at that. He's just right. see it. And dude, then Brian, ideas. you just, Brian, you don't have to wear your season one gear. You can just wear season three, the uh, prisoner <laughs> prisoner pajamas. Pajama no, look funny. at emo, dude. Emo it's is head. Yeah, you're looking all sad. Omega, you're ruining my vibe, girl. Just let me be in You trust too much. You trust too much. <laughs> you trust too much, girl. Shoot. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Just stay behind that cheese grater thing, whatever you're standing behind, girl. Leave me alone. Hey, Raimi. Hey, Steven. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, the final six episodes of season one of The Young Jedi Adventures are now on Disney Plus and Disney Junior. Um, that's all I have on that. I, we've got some episode titles and everything, but uh, but by all means, go check that out. Um, a lot of little ones that uh, that we've all got at home. Uh, enjoy that show. I know uh, I know that the younger ones here on in the families on this show uh, like it. So again, final six episodes of season one. So that'll be it. And I'm I'm sure it's it seems like that show's been doing pretty good so i would not be surprised if we get more of that in the future um the remastered version of the video game star wars dark forces um it has been uh i think we talked about it at one point but it's coming for the nintendo switch but now we've got a price point according to a leaked listing on the nintendo eShop. so keep in mind this is the game that i think this is where we first saw the dark troopers in the star wars universe which you know were brought into the official canon in their appearance in season two of the Mandalorian. Um, so there's also some bonus content that's going to be included with the download. So it's coming at a price point of $30. It's a digital download and it'll be 1.72 gigs of storage space on your switch. So I have no idea if that's a lot or not for a Nintendo switch game, but that's what it said. So we, every, I think everybody has seen, um, I know we've been sharing it. Um, the Empire Magazine has a huge spread on Star Wars coming out uh, tomorrow, uh, February 15th. And we've got some, uh, some blurbs that have been released uh, from some of the articles that are in there. So this focuses on the prequels. So we've got interviews um, that we've got some content that we can talk about here from Ian McDermott, Samuel Jackson, and Hayden Christensen. So when they interviewed uh, Ian McDermott, he, he, pointed out that Palpatine always had a plan B and the, the couple quotes that he's got um, that are great. Like anything that comes out of Ian McDermott's mouth. Cause I just always hear it in the emperor's voice, no matter what he's saying. So he says, the thing that I'm most pleased about, and, and you know, the, this only came to head when they asked me to come back for the rise of Skywalker is that every single evil act in all of the star Wars franchise is either directly or indirectly down to that character. That is total evil, and that's strangely satisfying as an arc. I do feel fortunate to have been able to do it, and other villains of cinema now have to compete with that. When he was asked about sort of his lukewarm reception as coming back, he said, you know, a lot of people said it was ridiculous. Of course, he was dead at the return at the end of Return of the Jedi, and frankly, I think George thought he killed me too. But then J.J. thought it would be a good idea, and I wasn't going to argue with him. I felt that Palpatine always had a plan B, probably a plan C, D, E, and F as well. And, and he was an expert in cloning. 
um, they they asked him about sort of how he went about having a son and you know procreating, and so he said, uh, "Please don't pursue that line too vigorously." But yes, he does. It's a horrible idea to think of Palpatine doing that in any shape or form. But then, of course, perhaps he didn't. Maybe it's all to do with midi chlorians. And don't ask me what those are. Never trust your granddaughter. That's the T-shirt Palpatine got made shortly after his death, and the Palpatine family reunion is sure to be an awkward one. So Samuel Jackson. Um, a man of enthusiasm, but few words when he was asked about his thoughts on Mace Windu's death in uh, episode two, or sorry, episode three, um, to which he exclaimed, he's not dead. Uh, and then they asked what it would be like, or if he would like to see a Mace Windu Disney plus series, uh, he, he yelled out everything. Yes. So uh, Mace Windu <laughs> is, or Sam Jackson's is uh, campaigning now for a, a Mace Windu Disney plus show. So I'm here for it. He, he, he campaigned for his purple saber. Maybe he did. He, maybe he, he'll get a show. He kind of has a track record of getting what he wants. So, yeah. Um, so uh, another interview that was done uh, was with Hayden Christensen. He said the scenes that I got to do as Anakin on Ahsoka was a bucket list item that I didn't even know I had. When I was getting ready to do Obi Wan Kenobi, I started my Clone Wars deep dive and I loved it. I remember thinking, man, it would be so cool to see some of that in live action. That the Clone Wars was described to me by George Lucas when we were doing episode three, the things that were going on in between episodes two and three. So when Dave Filoni and John Favreau told me they wanted to explore some of that, I was so game and I loved how it came out. When we finished doing the prequels, it felt like, like that was it. And my journey with the character was over. So to get to come back now and do more with Anakin and Darth Vader was an amazing opportunity. The scenes that I got to do as Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi, that was huge for me. Uh, being able to do to add a little bit more connective tissue to the character and to bridge that gap into Vader a little bit more is a very worthwhile thing. Uh, Ewan McGregor did an interview with uh, on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Where did it go? Oh, wrong. In Orlando, what, this weekend? Yes. For one of those conventions. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. A huge one, right? It was a megacon. Megacon. It was a big one. Yeah. Megacon. Yeah, it was huge. It this was... is not just like a Star Wars thing. This is a no. lot of things. No, no, I think it's for everything. Uh -huh. I, it's for our old movies, old movies. Old movies. Yeah, I, I, I did. I never did them before, and then when I did the Obi Wan series, they. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. They premiered. They premiered it at the Star Wars one, the celebration, and I've never done it in the past. And I thought, well, I'm going to do it because I was excited to bring Obi Wan Kenobi back, and I was mm -hmm. excited to play him again. And um, I thought, I'll just try it to see if I like it. And I, I did. I really, I did like it. I like me. because, I, I, correct me if I have this wrong, but I feel like there was a time where you just didn't even want to talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> yeah, it's true. Something's, something's changed. And it's partly because I've done these and I've met the fans who loved the films that we made. Do you prequels. think it's also because there was, like, at the time when it came out, there were people are like really like it's interesting because sometimes people react negatively at when they, they see something right away and then years later they're like yeah I like that. I think it's different people because I think the people oh. that I meet that really loved them were kids then. Ah. And and nobody was listening to them because there was no internet. They're kids. Or you know, and they were kids. But now I I've just um, I feel closer to them and I and I appreciate them and, and you're right in a way. I, I was, I, when I got the role of Obi-Wan in the original, the first prequel, I, I'd made a handful of movies and I felt like I was like Danny Boyle's actor. I was, I was making sort of interesting, grungy, urban type stuff. And I felt like that was a sort of badge on my sleeve, you know. 
And then the idea to take on Star Wars was so massive. And, it, and maybe I thought at the time, not what I'm really about. You know, it didn't really represent who I thought I was as an actor. But I, the closer I got to getting the role, the more I wanted to do it. And then I did it and I threw myself into it. And then it came out and people said terrible things about it. Mm -hmm. and, and it was hard, you know, that, that's not something that I'd experienced at that point. And then we had to make two more, you know. And we... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be a joke, but anyway. Um, uh, we did, I had to make a couple more and, and we did, we did, we did the best thing, we did the best we could. And, and people were still sort of snidey about them when they came out, I think because George was trying to do something new and people just wanted the experience they'd had when right. they saw the original ones. You know? And it's a, but huge, now... it's a very high bar to clear. I mean, right. it's perhaps the highest bar possible yeah. in the movies. Yeah. 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 But I meet these people, you know, I meet these... Like, Hayden and I do f photographs with fans Hayden together. Hayden yeah. Christensen. And we, we were... We, this little guy came, he must have been nine or ten years old, this little boy with his mum and dad. And he was, you could just see that when he could saw us both together, he just couldn't hold it together. And it started, his tears were starting to run down his face. And it was just the most beautiful thing. It meant, it meant so much to him, you know. And um, somebody uh, passed me a note before, you know, when you're signing autographs, they give you a note. And I read it when I got home to the hotel that night. And it was really beautiful. It was a beautiful note saying that the, the, film, that the Star Wars films had helped this girl through some really dark times in her life. And that she'd saved up for a long time to be able to come to this um, Comic-Con. And that although she knew that it would only be a tiny moment for me, it was a really big moment in her life, you know? Wow. And I thought, I just thought that was, that's beautiful. And, and in a way to, to, and to get a chance to meet people like that, and uh, it just means the world to me. And it's made me closer to the prequels, you know? I think that's a great way of looking at yeah. it. I, that, there's a, that bit that he was talking about at the end is my favorite part. Like that, the note, the girl pointed out to him and he realized, like, just because it's a brief moment for him, it's a huge moment for her. And that's the way it is with, with any of these folks. And that's the attitude you've got to take into going to a con and, and doing that. Because, yeah, they see hundreds of thousands of people a day. So. That was that's cool. cool. Yeah. When he, when he did the Anaheim one uh, in 22, his first one, and then he premiered the Obi-Wan show. Mm -hmm. Man, you could, you could tell he was like, uh, he had never experienced anything like that before. Yeah, you know, and for someone for someone who's been in, you know, that industry for this long, and um, you know, he's made movies. He's a huge movie star. For him to like actually experience something new, like regarding that industry, like I think, uh, I think that's what kind of solidifies. I I think we're gonna see him at a lot more celebrations uh, in the future. I oh, mean, sure. it's super cool they make themselves available, but let's be honest, too. They make cash-ish at these things. Yeah. Cash-ish. I mean, it's like 300 bucks for a photo, 200 bucks for an autograph. How many seconds to make that kind of money? Oh, they cattle call you through seconds. there. Seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, you know what it, that interview also made me think about just the... the um, the sequels and like how much hate those got. Right. And you know, chapter nine, right. The, the, the final one and everybody like how people feel about it. Um, there's little kids that grew up with that. Yeah. And to them that is star Wars. 
when I when I went camping this oh, camping again with the camping when I went to the cabin this past weekend glamping yeah yeah the cabin uh one of uh the people we went with they, they had their kids too and he was 11 or 12 and they asked him and 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 an eight year old as well and they asked them both what their favorite Star Wars was and they both said the one with Ray yeah so just like it, you said d- doesn't it match the generation yeah. yeah. And the yeah. ones that the ones that are usually uber critical grew up with another version with or a different yeah a different yeah, era. Yeah, all the OT people criticized the prequels, and all the yeah. those OT and, and prequel people criticized the sequel trilogy. And what what yeah. what's interesting is uh, I remember talking to some some folks that are basically pure OT fans, and they can't stand anything animated Star Wars. They think it's mm-hmm. they think it's it's so funny to say the word childish because I'm like, wait a minute, it's all science fiction. The it's whole all thing make is believe, right? Right. But 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 you know, but that's their argument, and I don't I don't tell them that they're wrong. I'm just like, hey, you know, what's interesting is Clone Wars gave me a you know a bigger understanding of Anakin. Is South right? Park childish? Right. Is South Park childish? Yeah. Well, I mean, watching grown people play a sport, it's it's a it's a game. It's perspective, right? It's all perspective. So yeah. But no, I just appreciate that uh, that interview and then how he he it sounds like he definitely changed, right? His mindset changed, everything changed. Um yeah, I last little bit of kind of prequel news with this anniversary of uh the Phantom Menace. So we've also got uh a theatrical re-release of the Phantom Menace uh coming to theaters. It, uh it's on May 4th, right? I actually ended up forgetting to put this details on this into my notes, but I think it uh, comes out on May 4th and then runs for, do we know how long it goes? That's cool. About a month or so. Um, so that you'll be able to go to probably AMC theaters and, and see it. So I know we've talked about this, but where were you when you saw that trailer for the first time? I do not have a memory. Trailer? Good, good for you details. Got, like you got to think, you got to think the internet kind of 1996, 97, Everybody was using AOL discs and stuff, you know, for really bad mm. internet. So your trailers came from going to the actual theater. Yeah. That's where they came no, from. No, I saw that I, I had recorded. I taped the trailer on Entertainment Tonight. Mm, VHS yeah. tape. Yep. So whenever I played that trailer back, it had the Entertainment Tonight logo in the corner. Oh, dang. <laughs> So you saw it on TV? Yeah. And Steven sold those tapes to people. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I'll trade you milk for this uh, copy of... Uh, uh, no, he was all ju- cash, juice, box. juice box. All I saw cash. it I saw it in the in a UK theater. I was stationed overseas. Oh, wow. And I, I want to say I was watching The Matrix, and uh, the preview was... Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but it was when we were living in Mammoth Lakes in the mountains. I remember seeing the movie, but I don't remember leading up to seeing it. I just remember going and seeing it, and it was like super crowded. And which up there, the mountains, that was like a crazy movie theaters busy. Like whoa, you know. So Darth Maul was the part that stuck out always. Yeah, the two sabers, everybody lost their mind. Now they're sabers with three prongs, things coming out <laughs> the side, and one's a gun, and the other. 
in the, or in the, in the Lego, uh, in one yeah. of the Lego things, like Darth yeah. Maul, he opens it up and like 18 blades come out of it. <laughs> yeah. <or> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Classic. So a little bit of Mandalorian and Grogu news. Um, both Collider and uh, Production Weekly have independently reported that filming for The Mandalorian and Grogu is slated to start in June, with pre-production starting as early as March. So what's interesting about that is it's specifically talking about The Mandalorian and Grogu, not season four or anything like that. So it, it, I'm curious. Um, and what we know that Bob Iger confirmed uh, in the quarterly earnings call that was what last week um, that the film will come out sometime during 2026. That's actually a lot of, if they're filming it right now, that's a lot of post-production time that they've got available to themselves too. So I'm curious that if what is actually going on is like when you dig into the code names for the productions, um, seasons one and two filmed under the production title of Huckleberry. So like, that's what you were like, if you were cast, you were cast for Huckleberry and like, it was a code name, but by the time season one was rolling, everybody knew that like, Oh, if you get a call for Huckleberry, it's star Wars. Right. Okay. Um, and then, and then Foundry was the code name that they did seasons three and intended to do season four under. So I had seen stuff that said it was Foundry three, four, three slash four. So um, we obviously didn't get a season four yet. Um, so I'm wondering now if they're going to film season four and the film kind of all in one shot under the same production name. And that's actually what's going to start filming. And so difficult to know if it's the film specifically or the show that they'll do first sequentially, or they might just interlace it all or whatever. Um, we might see both of those things getting filmed at the same time. And then again, we've got a lot of time between now and 26 for them to get that out. So they could honestly film it all air a TV show and do the post on the film and, and air it all, like all in that time. Like that time scan is not unreasonable. So that's Ramey theory. I don't have any educated information on that, yeah, but it that, makes it's I'm connecting dots. Makes that makes sense based on what I know about the business. So I guess you're right. Cause they could do a bulk of the principal photography at the same time. Yeah. We, we then, how many, how many films have we seen where they did like a trilogy or whatever and they film it all at once and then they release them one after the next yeah. later when they're done. Yep. And then that gives them a little more than a year to do not only editing and post-production, but then they could have, as extensive of reshoots as they wanted to, as they want plenty mm -hmm. of time. Yeah. 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 But I think, I think the pressure of, of having a movie, it is different. It, I mean, the, the, the production might be very similar, um, but, but releasing a movie is different than, than a Disney plus show. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think they need the extra time for, for editing. Um, Yep. Yeah. Especially think, I mean, even and, even with and, all even with all the strides in technology, with like the volume and all these things that they've been experimenting with, basically for like the last what five six years, like the movie the, the amount for movie time is going to decrease, right? It's gonna well, it's gonna I, start coming closer together. I want to I, I want to see what they're apart. I think there's expectations right. on what we would see in a film that are higher than what like yeah. I think people will give them a pass for things on the show that they won't be able to get away with from a realism perspective and just this the scope of things they're going to expect it, more locations and less volume and things like sure, that. Yeah. But, but think about mandalorian season three the the freaking chase scene where they're fighting the, the, with the tie fighters that was incredible and probably better than some of the movie stuff that we've seen 
Yeah. And that was a series. So that, that's is. what I'm saying. It's starting to come together. I'm not saying quite converge, but the differences are starting to come. The gap is much less. Let's just say that. I think. Don't, yeah. The don't quality forget, is on par. Don't forget either that the Star Wars, historically, a Star Wars movie has been an opportunity for Lucasfilm, or I'm sorry, for ILM. To push the boundaries. To, to showcase something new, new tech. in technology yeah. in the technology of filmmaking. Yep. You know, what with, with I mean, for the latest for what since 2018, it's it's been the volume, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think with these new set of movies, it could be that you know, Favreau and Filoni have been given the first slot, the additional first slot, because there might be some super secret tech that ILM's going to debut with these with this movie that they're going to utilize in the future. Cuz think about it, by the time the volume was shown to us, it was already obsolete. Like they had It was moved, already old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had moved on to like new iterations, new versions of it, right? So, I don't know. I I think I think we're in for uh some good stuff. What and it makes sense, Ramey, like they would just kind of do everything all at once, kind of ish, right? Capitalize on on the sets, capitalize on the locations, capitalize on. Yep. They've got costumes. they've got people, the crew, everything's already up and running. They can. Yeah. And, right. and depending on what we don't know, what the timeline looks like between a potential season four and the film, if they run together, like it, it, it might make sense for them to just continue to leverage all those assets and just keep things rolling. And but you think like how they did it. Like they, they, the same set, let's have some clones marching. Same set, let's have some stormtroopers marching. Completely different eras and nothing changed, just the costumes, right? So yeah, it could be some of that, right? I mean, they're doing that in Andor. They're going to do that in season two. They're going to cover how many years? Five years in one series. That is an example of yeah, just four. Yeah. Yeah. Bouncing you all over the place in a short period of time. There you go. Yep. Yep. Ramey, Ramey was Andor part of your news coming up? Uh, no, although, so, uh, what Diego Luna took to social media and said that they are done filming. So Sweet. it's all post from here on out. So that's and cool. there was an interview with, um, Ben Mendelson and yeah. they asked, they asked him, they said, so yeah, are you going to be, yeah. Are you going to be appearing in, in season, season two of Andor? And he was just like completely clueless, like, oh, they're they're done filming that. No, oh, like, damn. He, that sucks. Yeah, he said they didn't even ask him. So, bummer. Nope. Unless no, that's a red nope. herring. Nope. It, it is. Dude, it could what, be. what do you do with Liam Nielsen or whoever? They will ask, hey, what did you know? But I, I, don't, I, I you know, know, I don't know. Here's the I think, I think if they, if they bring Krennic into season two, they've wasted what they've built with Deidre and the mall cop guy or what like like those characters that they have set up to be our bad guys for the show they'd be throwing those away if they brought krennic in yeah they could be a quick one though you know just a little maybe a cameo at the him, very end him like he could in a ship overlooking something making a comment you know oh or or remember we we were kind of like speculating that deidre was related to somebody like because she was she was kind of like taken under the wing of of um, major Adagats. yeah 
Yeah. Right. Like, and, but there was no, there was no nepotism from him going on there. It was, and we were kind of like left to wonder like, why, why is she being uh, looked after from this guy? Right. What if, what if she's like the daughter or the niece or something of, of Krennic? Yeah, maybe. Right. And then like he comes in at the end and he's like, oh, hello, Deidre. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like those characters, those, those evil people, I mean, they're going to, They'll have an arc because it's going to be several arcs throughout this second season. They're not going to be carried through the whole thing. I think they're just, they'll probably die off or they'll move on to some new antagonists or whatever throughout because they got to cover a long period of time. And Endor is moving in and out. He It's focused on him. That's really, it's his story. It's not Deidre's story. So I think, I don't think we'll have too much of her. I mean, I'd like to see her again, but I don't think I we're going to show up. She, she should show up. She's pretty integral. She will, but not, I don't oh, think the entire. All five we get, four, four years of yeah. that's what oh, we cover. Maybe maybe it shows we both get, of them progressing. Do we get maybe. Tarkin? Yeah, we're gonna see Tarkin. I do we get so. Vader? Do we get Darth Vader? A mention, maybe. Probably not. I don't think so. Because that show this is a show, it's like no sabers, no force, no, it's just I think a mention maybe, or you know, Vader's moving in or whatever. Are know? we gonna are we gonna see any force users? Mm. I hope not. Because of, because of what yeah, John just said. Because of what John just said. Probably not. Let this be the gritty. The show the drama, was awesome yeah. without. It was awesome it's, without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one okay. of my favorite shows. It's literally, like I think, my top three, for sure. No lightsabers, but keep the lightsaber ships. Dude. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's this technology? Like, why did it just stop there? Why don't we see it more? But whatever. <laughs> Okay, last up in the news, we've got some Bad Batch um, interviews. So Jennifer Corbett and Brad Rao did uh, interviews with uh, Gizmodo's io9. And uh, they went into detail on three of the sort of supporting characters. Um, so they didn't didn't get into it, or at least without, if they did, they haven't released that yet. Um, but we got um, some conversations around Asajj Ventress, Fennec Shand, and... Um, uh, well, why do I, did I cut and paste the notes twice? No. I did. Dog on it. Um, the uh, girl tech. Sorry to call her that, but they and they had her name in here too. Dog on it. Let me go find it. Omega's sister, I guess she's claiming to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Here we go. Um, so, uh, Emery. So Brad Rao was talking about Emery how in, Emery. Yeah. Car. Brad Rao was excited about how um, bringing back Ventress. So, and he point did tie in that they were, uh, they were, they wanted to honor what was done in the Dark Disciple book. So he said, "We love Ventress. I'll just say, without going into too many details, as a creative team, not just me and Jen, once we knew this was possible, we got really, really excited. A lot of talk went into it. A lot of thought went into it. Even for the design, we looked to unfinished episodes of the Clone Wars, the ones that were the inspiration of Dark Disciple. They were already designs that were created and some early story reels. We wanted to honor that look, her incredible hair, the incredible lightsaber. What color is that lightsaber? Oh my God, there's so much going on." A lot of that came in from the Clone Wars unfinished episodes. So we were really, really excited to be able to honor that and in Bad Batch for a very specific reason as part of Omega's story. So that was the uh, quote on Ventress. So how do we think Asajj comes into Omega's story? 
with the yellow and, and the yellow lightsaber is apparently significant there. They hire well, we Asajj all know that, yeah. to capture Omega after they escape. I guess is Asajj a bad guy at this point? No, no. So would she no, do she's, that? She's supposed to be dead. I don't know. I don't. That. I'm not very good on remembering my Asajj Ventress lore, so. Yeah. Well, she's alive because we saw her, but yeah, we we know she survived. That's that's really it so far, and as as they're, they're going to stick with what was in the book. So, as long as they show whatever resurrection or bell or whatever happened, I'll be okay with it. As long as I they think, explain it, they I, explain. If they don't explain it, I'll be upset. I don't know if they're going to explain it, Stephen, because like you know we have. When we had like Fennec show up, it was maybe like one one episode. Well, she showed up a couple episodes, but then Cad Bane showed up one or two episodes, and that's it. Very small parts, significant parts, but it was a come and go thing. Um, we had Gunji show up for one episode. It was cool when we saw the 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 trailer. Like everybody freaked out at celebration when you saw Gunji and his saber. I was like, oh my god, we're thinking, oh my, he's going to team up with the with the Bad Batch. No, it was one episode, right? So it's a lot of hype, which I love. I love the hype, but I don't think they're going to spend too much time on it. This is they got they need to sew a lot of things together, and apparently this is going to sew a lot of the sequels, like a lot of the stuff that happened in Star Wars universe. It's going to they're going to use this show to pull it all together. Yeah, apparently. that that uh, I saw Michelle Ang's Instagram where she was talking about how she just got done doing you know hours of press junkets with journalists so they could because they watched what eight they watched eight episodes right yeah of what it the heck <laughs> and and they're just like raving about the writing and the story and how intense it is and i was like perfect say less let me wait a week until this stuff comes out get it cracking only we could watch episodes early yeah, right. The hard part is, is I'm going to have to mute you jerks come Tuesday. Because <laughs> <laughs> why? Of what time happens? Difference? What, ha yeah, what happens on Tuesday? Because of the time sure difference? Guys, did you guys not talk about this? Okay. Yeah. The time difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because totally. he's, he's in the future, right? So, exactly. Yeah. And we're in the past. So, uh, so the <laughs> next, next up was Fennec Shand. So uh, Jennifer Corbett actually hinted at a clone force 99 making a deal with Fennec to break Omega out. So she said, she's just an incredible character and Ming-Na is such a fun person to be around to pair them with the batch again, because the last time they interacted was such a different story. I think it speaks to what Hunter and Wrecker are willing to do in order to complete the mission and the deals they're willing to make. We wanted to bring someone back who is that sort of character to, to make the batch go, Oh, are they going to make this deal? And she was a perfect fit because she's the boss having them in this episode with her doing what they do. I mean, it's was fun from breaking the story all the way to the end of animation. I was just like, I love to have her love to have her in many other things. So, and then last up, Jennifer Corbett was talking about uh, Emery Carr, which is the character that's that we see at the end of season two. Um, that's Omega's sister, you know, and introduces herself as Omega's sister. So she said, Omega, she lived on Camino, but her experiences with the Bad Batch have really formed who she is as a person, whereas Emery's childhood was very different, being raised the way she was, being under the, the tutelage of Dr. Hemlock, 
She's now sort of a tool for the Empire. We wanted to show the interactions between them because Emery is very clinical, whereas Omega is the opposite and wants to have this kind of connection to others. It's been great seeing their dynamic throughout the season. And we have Keisha Castle Hughes, who previously played Naboo's Queen Apollana. I did not pronounce that right. In Revenge of the Sith, playing her and having her back in Star Wars has been fantastic. She really brought a lot to the character. What I heard is that Emery is very technical under Hemlock, which means her interaction with her sister Omega for the first time is going to bring emotions she's never felt. She's therefore going to sacrifice herself to let Omega go free. So Emery's going Ooh. to die calling it. Um, yeah, there's going to be, yeah, we can just hand over the pen and paper. And we'll write the script. I mean, if she's the girl tech, that's kind of on brand, right? To yeah, yeah, but she won't fall. She'll like float up or something. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure it out. The opposite. Details, <laughs> details, details. And that is it for the news. One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. That's wrong. In an outpost. No. On the edge of space. No space. A girl. No. Two girls. No. Now. No. More than ever. Stop it. A renegade cop. I hate you. A robot renegade cop. You're fired. You're fired. No, you're actually fired. I'm fired. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, okay. Um, what the? It's been a challenging few years, for oh. sure. But I'm happy. Yeah. That is because of each and every one of you. I'm the luckiest man alive. Make a wish, buddy. Wait, Wilson? Who's asking? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that supposed to be scary? Pegging isn't new for me, friendo, but it is for Disney. <laughs> Mr. Wilson, you appear to have soiled yourself while unconscious. I wasn't unconscious. Who are you? <laughs> Why am I here? Walk with me. Wait, you are special. This is your chance to be a hero among heroes. I smell what you're stepping in, Sensei. Your little cinematic universe is about to change forever. I'm the Messiah. I am. Just stand there, you ape. Give me a hand up. Nope, I'm actually okay. Thank you very much. Oh, 
my god i love it Amazing. it's so good so, it's so good, good right I, when it opened up and i was like peter his girlfriend whoa and then he opened the door and it was the tva i had like two thoughts i was like awesome and then i was like oh like time jumping quantum realm stuff and then he throws in the the pegging line <laughs> i was just like it just pulled me back around because i was like ryan reynolds loves deadpool more than Dude. anything else it is his baby and there is no way this is gonna suck it's if absolutely one, no way if there's one thing he loves more than deadpool it's making fun of disney Yes. <laughs> like like yes. the fact that he gets to do all of this and like yes. it's all under Disney is I'm sure he's he probably had the most fun with it. Um it's gonna there's be so many like there's so many breakdown videos, like New Rockstars has really good breakdown videos. Love them. Um Cosmic Wonder, they have good breakdown videos of the trailer. I think my favorite part of the trailer was um because you know, all of the stuff that, that we've seen in the trailer was Kind of like leaked right like we knew wolverine's come in because ryan reynolds posted it on his right socials he leaked and all that it, stuff. Yeah. but um i think my favorite part was matthew mcfadian as mr paradox in the tva because um i mean he's from like one of my favorite tv shows and then uh the the fact okay so there's a part in the trailer when when he snaps He's like, let's go for yeah. a walk, and he snaps. Yeah. Okay. So I know you didn't watch She-Hulk. <laughs> I watched it. But Unfortunately, I watched it. Did you finish it? Yes. Okay. So spoiler alert! Spoiler alert for those who haven't watched She-Hulk. You didn't miss it. End of She-Hulk. At the final episode, she goes, breaks the fourth wall, goes super meta, and she turns the TV screen. Oh yeah, I remember that, yeah. that you're watching into the Disney Plus menu screen. And then she jumps from tile to tile until she is like on the Disney lot, on the Marvel lot. And then she goes and she talks to Kevin about like rewriting the universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Like how it should be. Okay. So Deadpool is essentially doing the same thing from the TVA, right? Mm -hmm. But the snap that he did is the exact same snap sound as the Disney plus logo now. Right. I was like, dude, as soon as I heard that, I like turned my head. I was like, what? Like they're yep. getting so in, like absolutely meta. In so this meta. Movie. I mean, dude, the, uh, your, your little, uh, cinematic universe. I am Marvel. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and do you see the, do you see the meme where, when he's like, it's time for you to be a superhero like these guys, right? And it's like Captain America, Hulk. There's a meme where it's like got She-Hulk in it. Like yeah. All the, all the characters that most the people deemed whack. Like. Like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So and then the final shot when we see Deadpool like laying on the, on the ground because he's all beat up, right? Everyone's pointed out that on the side of the widescreen frame, you can see the cover of 2015's yeah secret wars uh written by was it matt matt shackman and it's the issue where dr doom kills the beyonder and creates battle world for secret wars 
Yeah, it's happening. Or is it? What makes me so excited? Well, no, because they have the Secret Wars movie coming out. But what makes me so excited is that that's confirmation that this whole movie is going to lead into Secret Wars, which means that Deadpool has to completely fail. So, like, he's going to try and save everyone. He's going to try and do, you know, be the hero and everything. And by the end of the movie, he's going to completely fail. Oh, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be Deadpool (laughs) kills the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Which is a thing, too. Yeah. So that they can go into Secret Wars. Oh, uh, oh, that's actually pretty smart. Oh, I'm hyped. Good trailer. I just just hope it's not too much like time jump. It's going to be a lot of that. I just... (laughs) <laughs> so tired of that it's gonna be multiverse like they're gonna like force it, multiverse down your throat yeah it's gonna the be old, worse than the, ever the, the only thing i'll say is what i said earlier is ryan reynolds loves deadpool and there's even if they do all that i don't it'll think be it'll, it'll be good it'll i don't think it'll be frustrating so i'm in um, i mean we already see. know we already know that there's going to be variants of deadpool right like, and wolverine seen, We've seen, yeah, and I, I think, what we heard. I think the theory is, is that the the Wolverine that you see with his back to the camera, that's that's not Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Weird. Yeah. The rumor <sighs> is it's Daniel Radcliffe. But, see, I don't want that, but whatever. But the, the, no, that was rumor from a while back. Like, yeah, cause, yeah cause, that one's been around for a while. He's been working out and he looks all shredded and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, are you?" And he's like, "Oh no, no." And he's short. He, yeah, dude. He, yeah. yeah, like. Wolverine's supposed could, to be short. Yeah. He could play the yeah, part. Yeah, see, I'm with Shant. Shant's in the chat saying, I can't take a whole movie of the TVA. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, too. you're going to have to, guys. <laughs> Sorry. I think it's coming whether we want Sorry, it or not. Um, yeah, okay. Speaking of, speaking of Marvel news, it's not a trailer, but we did see this released today. And it's the cast announcement of the Fantastic Four. Okay. So we have uh, Space... <laughs> The original space daddy, uh, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, is uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yep. I didn't, uh, even, get... I didn't even notice this. <laughs> what? Yeah. Marvel, I'm not a dude, fan got, of Fantastic Four, so. We got Vanessa Kirby as um, Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. We got Homeboy from, uh, whatchamacallit, from uh, Stranger Things. What's his name? Um, yeah, I'm looking for his name. It's, uh, he was uh, the rock and roll dude. Quinn. Something Quinn. Oh, really? Joseph Quinn. Joseph Quinn. There he is. Joseph yeah. Quinn. He was in Stranger Things. Yeah. That's He was Eddie in Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. Oh, no, no way. Months. Crazy. That's cool. I like him. Yeah. And then uh, remember I was telling you guys that I was watching that movie, the, uh, that show, The Bear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where that's where Ben, this guy, uh, his name is Ebon Moss, Ebon oh. Moss Buckrock, uh, and he's gonna be Ben Grimm slash the thing. He was also an Endor, a... wasn't he? He was. Um, is he an Endor? He was Andor. one of the soldiers, right? That end. Oh up, yeah, he that, was. Um, he was that Endor actually killed at the very end. Yeah, on the whole heist. Oh wow, that's him. Good for no. him. Oh. <gasps> It dude, is him. that's him. It's him. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he had the tattoo on his on his stomach. Yeah, in Andor, he's the traitor guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm telling you, 
in in the bear, he's grumpy for two seasons. That so, cocaine bear, or um, no. Paddington it, bear. Right. He is he's perfect casting for this. We need the poo. Um, <laughs> there was that announcement, and we then need- and then I like I like that the the style of this announcement was kind of like retro. Um, it's about their clothes. and their clothing is retro because i think that they're gonna yeah i think the movie's gonna be i think it it hasn't been confirmed yet but the the um rumor is that it's gonna be set in the 60s and they're gonna time jump into the future or what well they get i i think they get sucked into the quantum realm of course they do brian's out and then when they come out when they come out it's like you know they've only been in there for for yeah an hour or whatever yeah whatever and by the time they come out it's now it's 30 years later so is the guy in the astronaut suit up in the corner is that yeah oh okay okay so that's okay i was okay yeah because they had to put the actual guy too right everyone else is in there i guess so i was wondering well maybe well that's how he became the thing right he was an actual he was an actual person after doom or something right right right. they all went to space and got radiation but this was the official announcement from marvel and so they had to put the actual actor there you know um, so we got that. And then one last thing. I didn't uh I was gonna show you guys this afternoon, but I wanted to save it for this last trailer. This trailer just came out today too. I didn't watch this yet. For centuries there was harmony. The Titans were the guardians of nature, and the great apes became the protectors of humanity. We've discovered a signal. She can feel it. Kong. Godzilla. They can feel it, too. Something is coming. Something even they're afraid of. You feel like going for a ride? Thought you'd never ask. Just try not to swallow your tongue. What? Is that a mini call? Oh my god. That's not just a signal. That's a call for war. What is that? can't stop this on his own. He won't be alone. The last time those two met up, it was almost the end of Kong. 
They don't have to like each other. We just have to work together. Now I have seen everything. We've made some minor augmentations. Oh. Man, Kong looks Dead. weathered. He's got a. He's been idea. beat up. That like, orangutan, like they uh, combined with Transformers. An Imperial's been sent to evaluate the clones. Everybody's talking about it. What kind of evaluation? Hopefully, not that. Clearly, we never passed that. Nice. All right, right, guys. Here's your primer for season three. We're going to go over season one and two really quick. And we're going to talk about talk about it. Um, So this is available on StarWars.com. We'll throw this link up on the screen shortly so that you can go there if you'd like to follow along. But this is our Bad Batch Season 3 refresher. Um, Okay, so who is the Bad Batch? Uh, First introduced in their own arc in Season 7 of the Clone Wars, Mm -hmm. Clone Force 99, also known colloquially as the Bad Batch, is a tight-knit group of genetically altered clone troopers, each possessing their own unique skill set or desirable mutations. Though they are historically operated as a four-unit squad that would quickly change, below are the main players who have made up the Bad Batch at different points in time. Hunter, the de facto leader of the group, his honed tracking skills and fierce combat make him a formidable force on the battlefield. Wrecker, an incredibly strong and true warrior, but also possesses an incredible amount of heart and care for his family and friends. Tech very important asset for the Republic due to his increased mental aptitude. Tech plans out incredible strategies for his team as an expert in military tactics. Crosshair, a skilled yet solemn sharpshooter. He rarely misses his target. Echo, equipped with technological advancements, his former clone commander, CT-1409, is now able to plug into any network and communication outpost providing incredible intelligence for his new team. And of course, Omega, the young female clone who proves to be the heart of the squad. Are we going to agree with all of those uh, descriptions? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, de facto leader of the group. It's like, it's not just, it's not definitive. Uh, Okay. Season one, during what seemed to be a relatively routine mission on the pa- on the planet Collar, uh, the Bad Batch found themselves in the middle of Order 66. The clones around them began turning on their Jedi commanders, attempting to kill them, but because the Bad Batch had been genetically altered, the inhibitor chip planted in each of them did not function according to Emperor Palpatine's plan. 
They helped Jedi Padawan Caleb Doom escape and shakenly return to their home planet of Kamino. Do you guys remember that first episode of yeah. Bad Batch? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what I was really in for, like expecting. Um, but that first arc, man, those first like three episodes. They were weird. Order 66. Yeah. Right? Uh, remember we saw like the, the clone, it opened with the Clone Wars logo. And it like burned away and then said, but it was, yeah, it's like really mysterious and dark. Um, and awesome. Let's see here. Uh, when they, when they arrived at their watery world of Camino, their relatively routine lives had changed instantly. The empire had taken over Topoka city facilities. And once the colorful clones were now all clad in stark white, uh, feeling out, of place and eventually put under siege all the members of the batch escaped Camino and their ship the marauder except for crosshair who decided to stay behind even though they took the chip out oh it's right there in starwars.com even though the chip had been removed hmm. even though the chip had been removed. <laughs> stupid he's gonna be like officially no, that's not real stupid so Someone made that. that a that's, major plot point. They just left out of the show. Star Wars guys change their mind all the time. Yeah, they cool. left it out. Hey, no one's ever really dead. We've been talking about it for like two when years. When Tech comes back this season, you'll see. They left it out. He's not. What if? A, what if like Crosshair kept the chip and he just like keeps it in his pocket? He's like, it's yeah. right here. He has a perfect little pouch on he his. He puts belt it in form. every now and then, just like <laughs> I'm feeling kind okay, of moody. Yeah. There's there's like a USB port out there. He just plugs yep. it in. Like a thumb drive. Mm-hmm. I want to be less emo. Let me pull out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> rounding out season that. one. Uh, along for this new adventure, however, was a mysterious clone named Omega, a young girl who had been helping the Kaminoan scientist Nalase in the cloning and medical facilities. Faced with her own death and the loss of the only place that she had ever lived, Omega joined the Bad Batch and now all fugitives of the Empire. Because of this decision, the Batchers traveled the galaxy in the Marauder, searching for odd jobs and credits, eventually going to various, eventually going on various missions for Sid, the Trandoshan smuggler on Ord Mantel. Around them, the galaxy changed rapidly during this new dawn of the Empire. Their adventures culminated in a in an unspeakable tragedy. The fiery destruction of Topoka City and Camino by the Empire. The clones of the Bad Batch were left aimless and at a loss. And I think this is where when I mean we've all talked about it on the show when right before Camino blows up and they show it completely empty. Right? And they and you got the music playing from the Kiners. They show the mess hall, and the mess hall's empty, and then they show the cloning vats, and they're all empty. I mean, this is these are images that we've we have grown up with since two thousand and was it two thousand two, right? So twenty over twenty years that we've we've seen these images, and then finally it's just destroyed, like not just blown up, but like sunken down into the ocean. Um, and then they left Crosshair on that platform for what was it, thirty rotations? Yeah, chilling. 
hanging out. Just picking at the scar at his head. Now, did we start building costumes after season one or during season one? Before. Before. Uh, before? I was done before. Well, you yeah. were done before. So was Raimi. It was John. John John was first. Then I followed him. And then Brian. And then you two started. Uh, you'd already started stuff, but. Um, I think I, because we didn't see Echo's Bad Batch. You're muted, John until the season officially started. So we only like whatever was in trailers and stuff was all I could get ahead on. So yeah, I had to wait until after it started. Yeah. Mine's built off of season seven. Yeah. I went, I, I started after season seven, but that day you guys came over and I pretty much quote unquote finished. That was May 16th, 2021. Oh, that was, uh, wow. A monumental day for you, or that's the day we all hung out at your house. That was the day they came over and helped me finish pretty awesome. much. Yeah. First time hanging out with you guys for like an armor party, right? Yeah, that was, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. That was a good day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the 3D printed version. That was the printed one, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember. And then and then we went to that troop and carted me out on a dolly, and that's when yeah. Steven and Ramey were like yes i told yeah. Ramy, i said i want to build record yeah. you have to build echo and i said okay Ramy, Ramy was like eh, echo and i was like dude he's like clone lobot yeah like, that, that was in. the that was the Stop uh, right there <laughs> i mean i was basically i just remember when we were there and i was supposed to troop as vader <laughs> you were like you were like put put it on let's see i was like i have it put it on let's see it because john and joe were there and you guys you and Ramy were literally like yes that was the first time i, I met like steven i think bad batch lore that's right. yeah yeah this our, is like our, our history our origin story yeah pretty yeah. much yeah this is how yeah i'll put some pictures Welcome. in the channel right now you're like yeah that's what the channel's good for stuff like yeah this. yeah check out the broadcast channel for some photos Remember we took this. our professional photos <laughs> I, I, had, I had my little spotlights and i, I was we were literally yeah. i was dressed like tech i i had got my iphone on a on a stand and i hit 10 seconds and ran around did a stupid pose took a shot definitely not mark edwards but still good it, still it worked fun. it worked we were so excited then the anticipation grew for season two because we were in costumes now. We were like waiting and waiting till Thanksgiving for the season two trailer. And it got pushed and then I got pushed again. And then they were like, oh, it's going to be Christmas. And then I got pushed again. And then finally the season two premiered on January of uh, 2020. Uh, so season two begins after going on numerous missions for Sid, including to Count Dooku's homeworld of Sereno uh, and to a high speed race on Safatoma, Bad Batch started to feel listless and purposeless. Meanwhile, Crosshair separated from his brothers became more and more ingrained in the fledgling empire. However, his haunting missions actually brought him closer and closer to doubting the direction of this new regime. At the same time, the Empire had been tightening its grip, a 
across the galaxy, exploring new ways to increase its power. One such tactic, the redevelopment of Kaminoan cloning techniques, was underway at the mysterious Mount Tantus. Because of their need for purer genetic codex from Django Fett, the hunt for Omega, revealed to now be an unaltered clone of the bounty hunter, much like the infamous Boba Fett, only grew more paramount. Clone Force 99 simply sought a peaceful life, away from all the missions in danger, leading them to the quiet island village of Pabu. However, a tsunami-like creature, a tsunami-like sea surge, sorry, uh, overtook the city, causing massive destruction. The Bad Batch helped their newfound friends, but it is a final devastating mission to Ariadu, planning out Plan 99. In order to rescue Crosshair, that ends in tragedy. During the mission, Tech fell from a tram car. Losing one of their brothers, the Bad Batch became enraged. Only more so when they found out that it was Sid that betrayed them, leading Omega into the Empire's clutches. Omega found herself in the facilities within Mount Tantus, surrounded by Imperial scientists and doctors, as well as Crosshair. One such doctor... Emery Carr revealed to the young girl that they are actually, in fact, sisters. That is where we ended season two. Guys, predictions for season three. They all die. <laughs> but Omega dies. I, was, I don't think Omega, Omega dies. I said everyone dies. Omega lives. I think Omega lives. Everybody dies. And she is, carries on. Oh, look at this. The Bad Batch. I just posted an origin story photo. All right. But that's what I think. To sum it up. I I mean, I think I think that they are gonna get a, a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> it is Val- it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> Good night, folks. No. Um no I'm I, in the air. I don't think that they're going to, I don't think any more of them, honestly, I don't think any of them are going to die uh, this season. Okay. I think we lost tech. I think tech, I think losing tech was enough. Ah, man. Ah, man. Think about it. Three seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Then where do they go? Empire Strikes Back was season two. Season two was the Empire Strikes Back. We end Empire's winning. We end on that act to you know downer act three the third season it's got to be like it's got to be a good story i mean it's got to be you know a happy a happy story the heroes have know, to man. win where, the heroes, where are they then i like what <laughs> i don't think it has to be happy just i mean look at like rogue one i think this is going to be a connection for the larger story like Rogue One is a connection for the larger story. I, I, I think I think it's going to be some pain. It's going to be um, pretty sure we're going to see Boba, and it's going to look just like a clone. I mean, because it's Boba. And, you know, I don't know. We're going to see a lot of stuff, but, man. It's all around cloning, obviously, and palps. Clone boys. You know, I would like to see. Dude. I would like to see Boba introduced. They made a point of 
saying that there, you know, there was another unaltered clone. So yeah, back in season and, one. And if there's Emery, I mean, we didn't know about her. We don't, we only assumed, well, we don't know if Emery's unaltered, right? But it's a, it's another. It's oh, she altered. She altered for sure. So then, then how many are there? I guess is my question. Now, now it's like, we assumed it was only Boba and Omega. Now we realize it's not with that last kind of shocking thing that on mm -hmm. your sister, they just opened up the aperture so big with that. I, 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 I really think like one of my most solid predictions, I likely predictions for the season is I, I, I do think that we're going to see the eventual placement or the beginnings of the placement of the clones. Um, and it's not going to be by the Empire, obviously. I think we're going to see Rex, Echo, uh, Wolf. Um, who's the, the third clone with Wolf? And, and, uh, Gregor. And Gregor. I think we're going to see them like take all the clones. Just load up gunships, just load up transports, and they're going to start scouring the galaxy just trying to find homes for these guys to retire and that's why we don't see them in in future iterations of of star wars because they serve their purpose and and those who are left are just gonna go into retirement they're on the beach sipping my ties hmm. well not necessarily i <laughs> you would like to think right like but joe i mean does everyone who leave the military End up on a beach sipping mai tais? No, oh, far I mean, far there, from there's it, though, right. So, so there's some that that want to disappear, and I have a lot of buddies that live in Wyoming, Montana, and they are un. You can't find them, and that's how they want to live the rest of their days. And then you have others that can't stop, and so they actually literally go do mercenary work, um, like literally. And um, so that's the far end spectrums. And then you have people in the middle like me. So I think Star Wars represents it. When you, when you, when you, when you see Rex and Gregor and Wolf in the middle of that desert, when, the, when uh, Kanan and, and, uh, and all them, you know, find him because Ahsoka said, go find these, these people to help you mm -hmm. and rebels. That's real. That's legit. They're just, they're just hanging out on an old tank. Hunting what? What do they call those giant worms? Juba or what was the? Where, where are those? No, those giant worms. Remember, they had Zeb as bait. Jumbas. I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? That that uh, that episode. Oh, but popcorn the, buckets. Dune popcorn buckets. Yes. The the do the, the perverted Dunes? popcorn buckets. Shai Denusi. Yes, Shalusi. Perverted Anyways, but yeah, those guys disappeared. They want nothing to do with anything. And actually, the Empire apparently knew they were there. Wanted nothing to do with them. But we also see the clone in, in uh, Kenobi, you know? and Yeah, and, they're around. Dude, we've seen that in real life, right? Mm -hmm. you know, you've got veterans who are displaced. Um, Jupas, that's I, it. I, I really do want to see them given uh wrap up the story of clones here i just think they they 
get stuff done. And that's their purpose. And I just don't see it that they're just chilling. And all this stuff happens in the universe. And they're just like, nope, we're eating Pabu. We're hanging out. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what was what was Chuchi fighting for then in season two? That's right. Chuchi. Right. Wrecker likes to Dupa. blow stuff up. Uh, He's not sure. just eating sushi and chilling. I just don't. What's Crosshair doing? Hanging out? Just like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Look, man, look at that sunset. That's beautiful. I think it's going to be tragic because Star Wars likes to do that. I do. Joe's over there on my screen. What Joe yep. said. All right. Final thoughts on season three predictions. Because it's only one week away, guys. Oh, and we're wait. getting three episodes next week. Three episodes. So we're not gonna we're not gonna be doing podcasts that night, right? We're gonna do Thursday night. Um, but I'm probably I'll probably watch it though. I'll go live maybe a little bit on on Instagram. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe Instagram, like Instagram nine, live next Wednesday. Nine, nine we still don't have a time. Nine o'clock, right? It doesn't say. So they were talking in the chat earlier. I don't know. I haven't seen this. I don't know anything official. They were saying it's midnight Pacific. <laughs> so stupid. It's so, so dumb. We'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll do a little digging and see if I can. Didn't they learn from Ahsoka that. that, you know, it works. They get way more viewership. Yeah. So I'll be, I'll be there with you no matter what time the live stream is. Yeah. Cause you're up till 3am to get your cards in that card trading app thing that you were talking about the other day. <laughs> All right. I'll be posting the link for everyone. Below. No, I'm <laughs> my, ref, my, um, my affiliate code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll be meeting one day later next week, full spoilers, full episode reviews for the first three. So if you don't watch the episodes next week, don't listen to our podcast yet. All right, guys. Well, I think that does it for us today. Uh, sorry about all the technical glitches today. Not a streaming platform issue. More like a... It's true. That was stupid like a, that happened. If you enjoyed listening to the show, feed that algorithm and leave a review on your podcast app with a cake emoji. Be sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel and just subscribe. You can be entered to win an Alpha Ignition helmet of your choice, casted by the Dad Batch, and painted by our very own Joe Lara. You can follow me at stevie.kicks on Instagram, sometimes X. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you. Brian? Sith and ain't easy. And John? I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> You'll find me there. It says on the screen. Yeah, yeah. And Remy? At thedadbatch.com. And Joe? If you're a veteran, vectoraccelerator.org. Go check it out. Thanks. Thank you again for listening to episode 79 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 80 when we review the season three premiere of the Bad Batch. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly.
Oh, 